0: Welcome to Media Nouveau, a podcast series exploring new media, old media, and the murky area in between. We're students in David Morgan's
1: New Media Writing class at Emory University. Throughout the semester, we will discuss and question different facets of the ever-changing media landscape, examining the ways in which we interact with and shape media. Each episode, will explore a publication so that the series as a whole will articulate our own definition of these genres. Welcome to Media Nouveau, your podcast for new media and its impact on modern culture. My name is Andres and I'm your producer.
0: And I'm Olivia, your co-producer.
1: And today we're going to talk about Philip DeFranco. So Philip DeFranco is like a super popular YouTuber who I actually started watching over the summer. And um, I actually really like watching his stuff. He makes a lot of um, news stories and he tries to report the news in an unbiased form while still finding a way to present his opinion. And so the question that we're going to try to tackle today is, why do people see this man, this man who dresses in like a t-shirt, this super casual, like, you know, run-of-the-mill guy, why do people see him as a viable news source over established news outlets? Because he like has his own following. Um, so to start off, we're gonna talk a little bit about funding. So, Philip DeFranco is um, funded mainly through the DeFranco Elite, which is um, his Patreon, and he uses, like, all of these uh, different tactics in order to um, get, like, money from uh, donators in order to avoid um, biases or going through a- another channel, such as, like, you know, such as, like, YouTube or Google, who've been, like, retracting funds. So, um... One example of this is like he'll have um, an option for potential donors to pay like $500 and they'll get like a free mug or if they pay like $100 they'll get like a free poster. And all of this money goes to um, all of his like um, actual like all of his operations. So that's pretty cool. So um, he started before YouTube demonetization had a time to establish a base audience. And uh, he's been finding other ways to thrive, and one of them is through the development of the PDS network, which is what he has right now. So he's actually, like, he actually has, like, some structure, and he has, like, other people behind him to help him out. And uh, I, we've, like, found, like, through Casey Neistat and other, like, past YouTubers that starting early actually puts you at an advantage. So, like, what we talked about in class, if you started earlier in the internet, that automatically puts you at an advantage. And I think that Philip DeFranco took advantage of that. So, um his through ad revenue, he makes only like $2,200 a day, which is why he relies on Patreon for like merchandising and other stuff. And um that actually helps a lot because like he gets like around like $5.7 million um in um revenue like
0: every year. But $200,000 a day is a lot of money.
1: Thousand. No, 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 no. $2,200 of from ad revenue. So like It's actually, it seems like a lot, but it's really not enough to, like, fund, like, everything that he wants to do. Like, he wants to start, like, a full-fledged network, and he has, like, a whole team around him, so he needs to rely on all this funding in order to make that happen. So, um... Pause? Closer to the march. Oh, okay. Um, so he's not limited to advertisements anymore, similar to Casey Neistat. He provides his own, like we just talked about, through Patreon and stuff. So... That kind of brings an interesting question like because he's not restricted by advertising or like by Google or YouTube or anything Does that make him any more trustworthy since he's not being bought out? What do you think?
0: Um, I think to an extent it can make him maybe show like less bias maybe to certain things but I think that with every news source you still have to be careful with what they're trying to tell you, even if maybe they're not buying out those ads into his, what he's saying, because say maybe like, the person who's giving that him that money may want him to say something, and secretly behind the scenes, or they could be like, you should go towards this site to certain things. So you don't really know what's happening behind the scenes. So I just think with everything you watch, you need to be careful, and try to be smart about it and. Just be aware of what they're telling you and create your own pay- opinions based off that.
1: Yeah, so going off of that, it's like advertisements alone are not like the only source of bias. So obviously it wouldn't make di- it in some cases it might not make a difference. So it just depends on personal opinion. Um, so he also garners trust through being informal and friendly. DeFranco uses jump cuts and like avoids dressing formally to maintain that amateurish feel. And uh, he also has, like casual t-shirts over button downs and ties. And uh, He also has like a really casual set that like makes you feel like you're at home He has like a homey, pop culture based environment where he has like a couch in the background with like some stuffed animals or whatnot and um, Basically the point of it is to make you feel like you're having a conversation with a well-informed friend Which is what new media allows for so that being said would you rather get your news from a news anchor or a friend?
0: Uh, I think it depended on the friend first of all because Say it may seem that he's your friend and it's very low-key and you don't feel like you're talking to someone so seriously. He's definitely a smart person and knowledgeable and your friend may not be that way. So I think you have to depend everything on the person you're talking to and see where they're getting that news from, where they're telling you that from, where where they're telling you that information from. So I really think it depends on the situation and... I definitely think that you should also listen to news sources because the same thing is with news sources in the way that they can be biased just like your friend. So you need to see where everyone's getting their information from.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I have a friend from my middle school that I talk to sometimes to get like some information from the news and uh, I trust him because I know his standards. So I feel like Philip DeFrango kind of like operates in that same way, but kind of like you said, I trust him. But I also know that everyone is subject to biases. So you always like whenever you're swapping out, like either like trusting a friend from like school to um, over like uh, trusting a news like media outlet, you're always like sacrificing something because like a media outlet might have a little bit more objectivity over like a friend per se.
0: I definitely think it's good though to get different people's opinions and see what different people have to say, so you can. Have all those different ideas in your mind because sometimes just hearing one person's opinion can lead you to automatically believe something when it's good to get different people's hear different people's voices and then create your own opinion off of that.
1: Yeah, and actually going through that, he kind of acknowledges this in a way as well because he's super self aware. Um, first of all, whenever he like he reports the news, he reports the facts first, but then he gives his opinion after. So would you do you think that that would detract from it if he like gave facts first, but then like he still gives his opinion after?
0: I think if he clearly stated this was my opinion, then it's different. But if he makes it seem that it's not just his opinion, it's like the truth world like for everyone, then I think it wouldn't necessarily be so good to listen to that. Even though that does happen with a lot of people and a lot of news sources, but say he's saying a fact that's just very obvious and then states an opinion that really ties with that fact, that's something different. So I think it may all depend on the scenario and the way he approaches his opinion and the facts.
1: Yeah, because like he makes a clear divide. And so I guess like what you're saying is like if you have that clear divide then like that makes all of the difference Because if he's reporting the facts first and then presenting his opinion, they're two separate like fields in your mind Yeah, so I think that that's pretty useful too um Along with like doing this, he's also very self-aware and I personally find that to be something helpful as well So like he acknowledges all the time that he has a bias that like he's conservative in this area liberal in this area or whatever and um, I think that someone who acknowledges their biases automatically becomes at least a little bit more trustworthy and um, He also encourages people to voice their opinions. So like if they have like their own opinions that go against his, he encourages people to talk about them and then he addresses that in like the Friday show where he talks to the people who've been watching his show and like leaving comments. So that being said, do you think that like having a a more interactive audience or just like in general, just like being open to more opinions or like saying that you're more open to um, open opinions, do you think that that actually makes a difference in like um, trustworthiness?
0: I do, I definitely do from what you're telling me think that it does because I don't necessarily watch his show a lot, um, but I think it's really good that he says that that way because it would make you trust him more and be like, I can state this and it will be true. Like not necessarily true, but he'll respect what I have to say even if he doesn't agree with it.
1: Yeah. And I feel like that's like with a lot of news outlets, it's like if you actually like listen to the people that you're talking to, then that can make all the difference. Um, another thing that I feel like helps is also like him being like the kinds of news that he talks about because, like, you can say that you're unbiased and everything, but if you just talk about like regular run of the mill, like, uh, celebrity gossip, that makes things a lot harder or it makes it a lot harder to trust you. But if you're talking about like more global news or just like everything, I think that that also makes a difference. So, um, like for example he like talked he talked about like Venezuela when they were going through the crisis and even though his audience is mainly from the United States i feel like that might also like help um, in like help him um, appear more trustworthy because he's like incorporating a larger audience so that's basically everything that we have to say um this has been new media nouveau with your producer Andres and your co-producer Olivia thank you